This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, and I am Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm currently in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 15th, episode 2435, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Horse World. It's Friday. When I get off of work on Friday. Everybody's favorite day of the week on Horses in the Morning. Well, that's right. It is your favorite. It's my favorite day of the week this week. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, and we have a fun show. It's our last look at Equine Artists, part of Equine Artists Week. We've brought you, uh, you a bunch of really cool artists. We've learned some new things about art that we didn't even know existed. And I think today we're going to learn something new as well. We have Sarah Lockwood-Taylor coming up, and she does lino-cut boards. Do you know what that is, lino-cut? Nope. No clue. I don't either, but it's really cool. Her work is uh is featured in some of the coolest places around the country so that's kind of neat we have zorka who's coming up and she does some really neat uh classic equestrian jewelry but it's different than other jewelry that you've seen out there and we have fergus's mom is going to be here our friend Jean abernethy and we're going to find out something new that y'all didn't know about her everybody knows she does fergus and we've met her remember meeting her we had so much fun yeah. with her at the ahp conference uh and we have some really bad ads to end another week in quarantine coming up today. But I'll tell you who is in a terrific mood, and that's Monty Roberts. We did a Monty Roberts live last night, and Jamie, I that that man's 85 years old as of yesterday, and he was in a great mood last night. He was. It was so exciting to see. He was in such a great mood. I think he really loves doing this. Kind of like my dad, the technology just somewhat baffles them. So just to be there and be on <laughs> with us. And I mean, my gosh, we had people from all over the globe coming on I yesterday. Counted 28 countries, uh, people that were commenting from 28 different countries. That's amazing. Who the has a following reach? from 28 countries except for us, of course. I mean, it's a, it's incredible. And then we've got, you know, he, when, when I guess people submitted questions and Debbie had set them up ahead of time and we had Brazil, we had a couple of people from Germany, we had people from the U S it was just so cool to, and then of course, Monty speaking German and uh, speaking Portuguese was fantastic. <laughs> so you guys have to go on there and watch that. It, it was so much fun. You can find that at Monty Roberts' uh, Facebook page. Just look for the video. It's pinned to the top. Also, it'll be coming out to later today on the Horsemanship Radio podcast feed. So if you want to listen to oh, it in cool. audio, you can do that too. It'll be coming out later today. But you, you, did, you guys did a great job last night. And I love when you jump in because... Monty is at, at a level now when sometimes when he explains things, it, it's up here and you tend to explain it down a few notches. And I think it's just because he's been doing it for so long. And well, you know, it's funny. He said to me before that he is the worst teacher. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a good teacher. <laughs> well, you did a good job of bringing it back again uh, in a couple of those cases. And I was happy to see. I know you're sometimes afraid to jump in when Monty's there. It's kind of intimidating, but uh, you did a great job with that. 
Uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I just some because I know what it's like to be on the end of Monty explaining something. <laughs> Sometimes you go, wait, what happened what before that? Yeah. Because he is like he's he's so far ahead of everybody all the time. It's like when I was having a writing lesson with him and I finally was like, can you just tell me what I'm supposed to do before I'm doing it? And you tell me <laughs> to do something different while I'm doing it. Like I, that doesn't really explain it to me and then we can do it, you know? So I get it. So sometimes, yeah, I want to back up a little bit, uh, and explain, but thank you. I, I, I hope that was okay. You know, yeah, no, that I, was great. Uh, it doesn't intimidate me. I just don't want to take anything away from these, these people got to come on and talk to their hero. Oh my gosh. There, there were, there were people that were so excited. Oh, and, one girl was crying. I mean, the, she was so excited. And that was before she even got in the air. She said, I'm crying. I'm so emotional. Oh, so. my gosh. And then Troy at the end came on, and he's a little weepy thing. And yeah. uh, oh, <laughs> it, was it was really, really good. Yeah. So happy birthday, Monty. You know, before we get started, I want to send thoughts and prayers out to one of our friends, Shona Koresh. She does, uh, oh, she's host of the right. Equine Clicker 101 show. Um, and here on the Horse Radio Network, and I know a lot of you are fans of her show. It's a different show. It's something that we've never done before. It's actually a lesson. You actually go out to your horse and listen to the show at the same time and, and do the things she's saying. And she lost her stepmom, uh, they think it was to COVID yesterday. But in the past eight months, she's lost her mom, her dad, and her sister-in-law. Uh, so it's been a horrible time for her, and we just would like you to keep her in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, she was the only relative that her stepmom had left, so she has to handle all of that. And Shauna's a super sweet person, and so she's somewhat so emotional, too. Um, and we've gotten to know her so well over the years. She's been coming on Horse Radio Network for 12 years. It's been since we almost started she was on, and uh, we just... You know, there's so many people that are losing people in the country today, and uh, we just want to give her, her our thoughts. Well, let's do some daily winnies. Speaking of birthdays. Well, Monty's in good company. He has a lot of other friends that have birthdays as well. Some of our terrific auditors, Catherine Cook, Carissa Renee Brand, Rachel Walker, Cheryl Herod, and Electra Weeks. And thank you all for having names I could pronounce today. I Maybe. Really you that. think anyway. <laughs> I do. I think I, got, I couldn't have messed any of those up. Electra Weeks. She still has the favorite name of any auditor we have. I just love that name. So happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a terrific weekend and somebody bakes you a cake. I wanted to send a daily winnie out to all the helpful people that have been sending me fantastically wonderful emails reminding me of things I have to do. <laughs> like um, the email that I got, actually it came from me. Um, and it's to me, uh, and it says that, Dear Jamie, uh, starting May 14th, Facebook decided to check all their accounts in the database, and we wish to keep them current. And if you want to keep your account still going, you have to click this link, validate all of your Facebook account information. So that was helpful. And then literally moments later, I got something from Netflix and they have had trouble authorizing my visa. So if I click on this link and I put in my account number and my credit card number, they can reinstate my Netflix. So that was super helpful. And then I got an email from PayPal and PayPal was like, oh my God, we're having trouble accessing your money. So if you want to get your money, come on in here and click this link and then post everything 
everything. So I would really like to thank Netflix, PayPal, and uh, um, uh, Facebook for for keeping me, you know, safe. And by the way, the Facebook logo it just looks a little different on my emails. But whatever. I mean, I obviously sent it to myself. So oh, the Netflix one came from me too. Look at me. I'm Do you helping think the me. scammers are are figuring that everybody's just more vulnerable now and a little more terrified about everything? I I like this is the thing that I would call my mom and I'd be like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I got it. Uh, my my Facebook account is gonna shut down if I don't get on. I'm clicking on this link right now and I'm sending them all of my information. No, don't do that." My mom would be the exact one who would do that. Now my dad would be like. Mm what's an email, but it doesn't really matter because he has a Facebook page too. So <laughs> they can't get him because he won't open an email. Uh, but yeah, I just, um, it's don't, you guys don't click on anything. If there's right. a problem, just they will call nothing. you click nothing. <laughs> and so and I especially if it's that. the IRS, the IRS never emails you. So they will, they will figure out, you know what? Chad got a call not too long ago. That was from, an officer and there was something going on and uh like a <laughs> and I hear him like a policeman calls him he's like an investigator and he had some information and he was talking to Chad about um oh Chad had gone to South America recently and it was somebody calling from Miami's uh, where you, you know, come into the country, uh, the visa passport, yeah, I don't know yeah. that is, and it was like, we have a problem. There was something that was left here in your name, blah, blah, blah. We're going to need to send it to you. Like what's your, and I hear Chad on the, we're in the car and he's like, Oh really? Okay. Well, hang on, let me get it. And he starts to read. And I was like, stop, <laughs> what are you doing? Give them nothing. Get me on the phone. I was like, you're a jerk. Yeah. Shut if up. they're from immigration <laughs> or, or customs, they have your address. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they don't need your credit card number. Yeah. Okay. So Chad even got rate. sucked in. Wow. Yeah, he's 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 like he he's like you've saved me more than once. <laughs> <laughs> salespeople, like I've been a salesman all my life, and salespeople, we're always gullible for other salespeople too. So we always, Are you? yeah, oh yeah, salesman. You when when you're a salesman and you can find another salesman to sell something to, you know you have a sale. Uh, there. Hey, I had an experience yesterday I have to tell you about that I've never done before and never thought in my lifetime I would ever do. So uh, we had to do. We had to sign some papers at the bank, and they tried to do it electronically, and we couldn't get it to work. And tried a hundred times. Twelve phone calls later, they said, "Well, just come in." And they're not open. That you have to go through the drive-through. But I had to go in. They said, "Call when you get here, and we'll open the door for you." But you, we, we require everybody to wear a mask. It's the first time I've ever worn a mask going into a bank, and let me tell you, that was kind of weird. That was that was strange. Put him up. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird though? Oh walking into the bank with a mask on. Uh, I said to Jennifer, the only thing that would be weirder is if I was wearing a bandana and my cowboy hat. That would have been even weirder. And I should have done it. That would have been crazy. I should have done it. <laughs> I should have worn my cowboy hat and a bandana. That would have been That great. is how you should go around town. Cowboy Let hat and just, a bandana? <laughs> why not? It's you know? like the first time you'd ever have permission to like <laughs> be like a, a bandit. Oh, you know, I really should. I wonder if anybody would look now. Let me tell you something. I live in Oklahoma and ain't nobody looking because I have been going to Atwoods, which is a farm feed store, and I've seen all sorts of craziness in there. So, <laughs> You know, it's funny. I sat here at the bank is right beside a Circle K, which is our big version of a mini market, you know, 1,200 
gas pumps and all of yeah. that. And I watched for 10 minutes. I did not see one person. It was super busy. I did not see one person with a mask go in there. Not one. Did you publicly shame them? I did. I just sat and watched and I thought, I'm going to wait until I, I'm going to wait and see how many minutes until I see a person with a mask. I, I finally gave up. <laughs> I gave up. Yeah, you know what? It just depends. I mean, this is not New York City, Oklahoma, and and Ocala, Florida. So you're it's a just a little bit different the the way that people are responding to it. I think in smaller towns and countries. Enough of the COVID! Oh my God, can we stop? <laughs> I just hey, thought, did you I had to tell you I about heard? going in the bank. It was just weird. The spirit animal of 2020, Glenn, is the raccoon, and I'll tell you why. A can raccoon always wears a mask. Okay. <laughs> It's true. A raccoon always washes its hands all the time. Like it's constantly washing its hands. It washes its food, washes everything. It wears a mask. And if you rearrange the letters in raccoon, it spells Corona. Oh. Did your brain just explode? Oh, wow. (laughs) And you know, they're known for carrying rabies, which will kill you. So add that to the list. Oh my God, enough. (laughs) (laughs) They're not. Oh, let's move on. Okay, let's go to our first guest. We have Sarah Lockwood Taylor going to be joining us. Now, she has work in a whole bunch of places at the World Equestrian Center's Paddock Club. The USEF bought her work to decorate their new offices. So, all over uh, the USEF new offices is her work. Uh, She also has done some work for car dealerships. And, you know, when uh, she did a huge print of Kevin Babington, who who was in an accident a little while ago and she had it delivered to Kevin in January and then she sold a copy of it for raising money for him and apparently he was really thrilled with it. So uh, let's talk to her about the kind of art that she does. She does a couple of different things, one we've never heard of. So let's get Sarah on here. Um, she does a kind of art called... It's called Lino Cut Lino Boards. Cut. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but it's really beautiful. There she is. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. You got Jamie and I here. Thank you so much Hello. for, for joining us today. You know, we've met some really cool artists this week, and we've learned about some things we didn't even know were art. Um, and when we were looking at yours, it was like, what, what the heck is Lino... So tell us what that kind of art is. So um, Lino is, um, we call it Lino for short. It's a Lino cut, but basically it's a block um, of uh, linoleum. And um, the process is like doing a wood cut, which most people can understand how a wood cut is um, um, worked. So I take a, a block of Lino and then I tend the the lino is actually brown, naturally brown in color. So I will paint it black with um, acrylic wash, and then I have uh, small chisels with different blades uh, for different marks, and um, I hand draw the image onto the block and start carving away. So it's um, car. It's in, It's indented. It's carved into the block. Yes, it is. Ah. Do you take that block then and make prints with that, like like you would an old-fashioned printer or not? Yes, that's correct. Ah, uh, now I've got it. Do, do you, you, so is the block of any use? Does the block actually look good, or is the print that looks good? 
Um, I'm starting to get quite a lot of interest in buying the blocks because they have a warmth and a, a dimension to them, which maybe the black and white print doesn't doesn't have. Ah, uh, gotcha. That makes sense. You know, but the nice thing about the prints is you can make more than one, right? So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that it is, and um, they're printed on um, handmade Asian paper, made either from bamboo or rice. Um, and they're very fine and delicate. So once they're uh, printed, they have a softness to them. Um, but it also, because they're hand printed, they have uh, some, because it has the fibrous texture in it, has some durability when I'm printing. First of all, for, uh, now I learned something else new. I didn't know there was handmade Asian papers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just learning all kinds of new stuff here. Uh, so you also do painting, though, right? Yes, I do. Um, I like to use um, acrylic or um, gouache, which is a water-based Which did uh, you paint. start with, the painting, I assume, and then went to? I, d I started in um, textiles, um, which gave me a variety of um, skills um, and didn't limit me to one area. Um, and that's sort of where uh, the variety comes from with my work changes uh, rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true of most artists because uh, <laughs> we have attention spans that are pretty short. So, Sarah, you you obviously did not come from the deep south here in the United States. Uh, you, st you must have started out in England? Yes, correct. And were you a horse person? Um, I started riding late in my 20s um, and then... Um, I moved to Nigeria with my husband and his job. So um, I had a break. Um, and then we ended up on a posting in Malaysia uh, when my daughter was six. So we started riding together. Okay. I have, I have so many questions now to ask you. What was it like? <laughs> you just opened what, up 12 more doors here. Beep, beep, <laughs> Let's go beep. to Nigeria next. <laughs> what was it like living in Nigeria? Um. It, it was a, it was a hard posting. It was hard to adapt because I'd come from um, the fashion industry as a textile designer for a very large company, um, and uh, so it was a different, completely different. Um, we didn't have a phone for six months. Uh, <laughs> shipment uh, air shipment didn't come for six months, and uh, we we saw some eye opening things. I um, but. Uh, that's where I started to paint again and did my first solo exhibition uh, with the British High Commission and worked with other embassies. And um, it, it was, there was, there was good times. How about, it was a lot to learn. And some challenging times, it sounds like too. But how about <laughs> if we go to Malaysia then from Nigeria? They're talking about two different culture shocks. <laughs> <laughs> did, what was Malaysia like then after coming from Nigeria? Um, we actually went from uh, Nigeria to Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, well, that's even back. another culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird. Uh, back to um, England, Switzerland, and then Malaysia. <laughs> so, you have been all uh, over the place. Malaysia was a was a was a was brilliant. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was a very, very good place to live. I've talked to a few people over the last year for some reason that have lived in Malaysia, and they all loved it. And they all loved the food. I mean, that was one of the comments you always get about Malaysia. Uh, food is fantastic. Yeah, it's so rich in flavor and color and diversity. Well, you obviously like the United States. You ended up back here, right? 
Yes, we did. We've been here 10 years, been our long, longest, uh, longest place we've stayed. But <laughs> we did just move to from Cincinnati, to Ohio to New Jersey. So in the last year and just moved into a house in January. So and, it was good. To- <clears throat> so Cincinnati to New Jersey is not the two places that people normally come to when you move <laughs> to the United States. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just um, yeah, yeah. You know what? Can I just pick the two probably not best places in the country? Let's go. I mean, you know. <laughs> And no we offense. apologize to all our Ohio and New Jersey listeners. <laughs> I lived in Ohio, so you can't apologize for that. Um, there's no excuse. And uh, New Jersey has some nice places. Where were you in New Jersey? Um, I'm I'm in Mendham, so west of uh, Newark. So no, terrible. Sorry. No, <laughs> it's actually very rural where we are. Oh, okay. And uh, we've had four black bears this week roaming. Oh, really? <laughs> we're we're pretty uh pretty rural. So it's um I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, that, you get mountainous over there, right? Where you are, the hills start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's um, it's it's very green and lush at the moment. Well, that's great. Well, that's terrific. So, what um, what is is there an art that you would like to try that you haven't yet? Um, I'd like to go back to doing some stitch work. Um, and um, what's that I, mean? Um, embroidery work. Oh, okay. Um. And I would also uh, like to do some charcoal work, which um, is, uh, I started last night, but uh, it's going to take a while. Because <laughs> it is, even though you're an artist and you're good at art, it takes a while to learn a new medium, right? Yeah, it's, it's like horse riding. It's a new discipline. Um, and each, and not everyone suits every discipline. Um, I think there's new skills with, with each one. Well, I have to tell you, I'm on your, I don't know if Jamie's on the website, but I went over to the website, and the website is sarahlockwoodtaylor.com, and I went to the artwork section, and Jamie, if you go to the artwork section, and then on the first row, second from the left, is a dog. His name is Jack in the Box. That is one of my favorite ones you've done. It's just that <laughs> dog has so much personality. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> it's just... I love that dog. <laughs> I have to say or apologize, my website is rather behind. Um, this journey I've been on the last three years has been um, quite fast track and quite forward. So I, I really need to go back and update because um, things have developed quite a lot. But it gives you an idea of um, the liner cuts. Well, I, I love that dog, Jack in the Box. That's, that's one of my favorites that you've done. <laughs> Only because the dog has so much expression and it's right in your face. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just love that. Well, it's sarahlockwoodtaylor.com is where you can find it. We'll put links in our show notes and also we'll post a uh, post over on our Facebook page at Horses in the Morning so you can go find her work. Do you do custom work? Uh, 90% of my work is custom. It's custom. Okay. So yeah. uh, do you have prints that you sell too, or is it just all custom? Uh, no, it. Um, I sell prints too. Okay. So you can find that uh, at least information. And you also have a Facebook page too. So we'll post a link to that as well. Sarah, it's delightful to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your time and the invitation. All Thank right, you. Take care. Take care, everybody. Bye. I don't know why I like that dog so much. <laughs> It's just the dog jumped out at me when I looked at the it's page. Adorable. <laughs> uh, does this week make you realize how little talent we have? 
you know what? I think our talents are just different. Oh, okay, good. You know, Thanks that's why helping. it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> we can <I> mean, talk. <laughs> it's not that it, we don't have talent, Glenn. It's, it's just our talent. Are di- like, I could never sit still for hours and do something like this. Do I you, can't. These lino things she does have to take. Just I don't even really understand what what I heard. So well, she just um, has this block of linoleum and she carves it out with little chisels. <laughs> yeah, I see. Again, that is a very good skill for somebody else to have. I, you see the one print <laughs> I posted of the of the jumper rider there? Oh my god, it's detailed, and she made that with tiny little chisels. No, can't <laughs> and, do it. And I don't, if you again, make one anybody... big, ga- I'd gal- make one. I'd get three quarters of the way through, and I'd go. Whoosh! And take a big gouge out of it, and that'd be it. I'd start over. I'd just try to hurry. So again, it's sarahlockwoodtaylor.com to see all of these. Because if you're are if you sitting there listening to this, you have no idea what is going on. But they're just like really cool, really interesting yeah. pieces of art. All right, let's hear from <sighs> Kentucky Performance Products, who also does a terrific job taking care of your horses. And then we're coming back, and we're going to go to the jewelry department. And we haven't been there all week, so uh, we'll find out more about Zorka, who's coming up. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. And we're going to head off to our next guest. Before we do that, I just noticed that some of our listeners, I don't know if you saw that, were woken up uh, with a start this morning. There was a 6.4 earthquake in uh, between Reno and Las Vegas that apparently uh, shook parts of California. So, really? All yeah. the way to California? Wow. Yeah, because so uh, between that. Reno and Las Vegas, you want to know what there is? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently some of the western parts uh, or eastern parts of California, I'm noticing some of our listeners were, uh, apparently it was one of those very rolly ones, so it, it went for a long time. Uh, wow. So anyway, uh, we hope you're all okay and uh, that everything's okay. You know what? I drove through that from Vegas to Reno almost to Carson City, which is right next to it. And um, the only thing along the way is about every 200 miles, there's a gas station and a brothel. Is it a gas station like you would expect, like with the old gas pump and the old guy sitting out in the rocking chair? You know what? They, they've they've tourist. They've made the whole thing so touristy that every one of the gas stations sells alien apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Like you can buy like a T-shirt that says "I went to Area 51" and it's like got a weird alien on or it, a or a brothel like, T-shirt. Or... Like I I went to uh, 
the bunny yeah, ranch. I don't, I don't remember a lot of brothel swag, um, <laughs> but there's definitely, uh, they're right. They're adjacent. And all I could think of is like, how do people out here shower? Because there's like no running water. And I, how did you, you can't get a well in the freaking desert. It's, it's I don't a thousand know. Feet there was deep. a lot of really <laughs> horrible things that I thought about that didn't need to go through my head. And I would, you don't want to break down your car out there either. Uh, no, no flat tires. Welcome. All oh, right, no, I, I pretty much filled up every time I saw gas. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, we're going to Zorka Pondell, who is of the classic horse. We're going to get her on the line here right now. And this has been a fun week. It's been fun to do something a little different. Hi, Zorka. Hi, Glenn. Hey, Jamie. How are you? We're great. How are you? Fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you for, for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Where are we talking to you from? Where are you? I am at my home in my studio. Where in, Where is that? In, in Metamora, Michigan. Michigan. Okay. We were trying to figure out Zorka and you do a lot of Florida lease. I thought maybe you'd be Irish or something. I don't know. Where, what's your, where, you, where, where did the name Zorka come from? I've never heard that name. Well, I'm originally from Czechoslovakia and my parents actually escaped and came here when I was three and a half. And that is an unusual name in Czechoslovakia, which is now the Czech Republic. And they wanted me to have an unusual name there. So can you imagine how unusual it ended up being here? <laughs> I, <laughs> I the only love one. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Well, I was close though, Jamie. I guess Polish. So I was close. You did. Very close. Yeah. Yep. Slavic yep. <laughs> country. Yep. Yeah. I was just looking at your art thinking there's like a Gaelic kind of theme to it. Let's talk a little bit about your art. Um, The classiccourse.com is where people can go right now and take a look at this. I am obsessed with the ring that Glenn has posted. I believe it's like the pass by ring or I can't remember what it's called here. Yeah. The mini classic bypass rings. Yeah. I am obsessed with that. Tell us, how did you come up with these? What do you tell us your story? Okay. So I have been obsessed with horses since I was a little kid and for no apparent reason, because we didn't have any horses or were not near horses. So my parents said that they couldn't figure out where that came from and <laughs> I would draw them and talk about them. And it was, it was probably rather annoying. And then, um, in ninth grade, I was always an artist. So I took a jewelry class and, um, the first thing I ever made, because I used lost wax casting, was a little foal ring that lays on your finger. But I never finished it, and I found it 25 years later in a box, and I put it back together, and I still sell it. And um, I then went to college for creative studies and got a bachelor's degree in fine art, uh, majoring in jewelry design. And I did contemporary kind of classic pieces with gemstones and I did the art fair circuit for about 20 years but I never gave up my kind of longing to create equestrian pieces so in 2005 ish probably 2005 or 6 I decided that I would create the classic horse equestrian jewelry collection um so I peeked around to see what the other equestrian people that were making jewelry were doing because I wanted to be completely different. I didn't want to resemble anybody else's style. And so I incorporated my kind of classic contemporary designs to the classic horse and then developed the different lines. So there's the classic, the statement, the ankh, the fleur de lis, the pegasus fleur de lis, and they kind of branch off from there. So um, the little mini classic rings are kind of a 
jump off from the classic pendants that I do and they naturally bypass each other. And most people buy two, they'll get like a white gold or a stainless steel, and then they'll get another color if they like yellow or rose, and then they can put their wedding band, which looks really lonely on horse people because they usually don't wear their big ring. Mm-hmm. So that was the perfect little place to put that in the center, or they'll buy something else and put it in the center and make like a stacking look. So that's how that happened. Interesting. So when I'm looking at this mini classic, that's actually two rings. Yes. Wow, yes. that is cool. That is awesome. Glenn, you know what I want for Christmas, my friend. <laughs> I'll put that on your list. You know, put she that says that about every week. So my list is pretty long, actually. <laughs> well, this is amazing. So, so uh, I mean, I don't even know where to go because it's so beautiful. And you just explained it so well. How do you how do you make jewelry? Like, yeah, that's what I, I mean, was going to ask. I, that was going to be my question. How do you do this? You got a little Dremel tool? Like, you know, what are you doing? What do you oh, do? I've got I've got monster Dremel tools. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it starts with wax. So you, it's 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 really not even. It's called wax in the trade, but it's more like an automotive plastic, and you carve a wax from scratch. And um, then you put that wax into a plaster mold in a steel drum, and then you put it into a little oven and you bake it until all the wax drips out. And then you basically replace that opening that's empty now with whatever metal you're casting. So you could put in white gold, platinum, yellow gold, rose gold. Um, But So that's kind of the simple way of describing how it's done. And then after that, it comes out and it's really rough and you have to sand everything off and then use all sorts of little tools to get it to be smooth. And then you have to take it to a polishing machine and give it that high luster finish. Wow. That is amazing. I've always wondered about that. Now you're an expert. <laughs> now I'm ready to sign up. I love the, the rose gold. Is that yeah. is the gold colored or is that the color of it? What you know what's it, it is the color. What happens with the different alloys is rose gold has more copper in it, so it pulls that rosy color out. And I've actually been using that color primarily because it's my favorite for probably 30 years. I was using it before anybody really kind of knew what it was because it fell out of fashion, I think in like the 1950s. So it was kind of another unusual aspect of what I tried to do. And, um, you know, it, everybody loved it. So now it's in fashion, but, um, it's really cool. Yeah. You you definitely see it. So you were kind of like cool before, you know, everybody else was (laughs) Uh, question. So you're like, okay, I've got this cast. I've designed this pendant. Like, uh, let's, let's take a look at the classic double pendant. Awesome. Yeah. And I've got this pendant. <clears throat> I would like to make it into gold. What do you, do you just like pick up the phone and be like, yeah, I like to order a rose gold brick, please. To like make how, how does it become gold after when you pour melted lava gold in there? I don't know. Well, when somebody, I, I do encourage people to either email me if they want to have something made or if they see something on the website, because pretty much all of my branded pieces are made to order. And most often people have something of their own that they want to incorporate. So they'll have like an old ring that they don't wear anymore. Maybe they inherited it and it doesn't fit or it's ready to fall apart, but they, the stones are really sentimental. So I'll incorporate their stones. Sometimes they want something, you know, different um, that they are looking for like a colored stone. And I'm really good at finding unusual gemstones. And then I also 
really try to talk to them about who they are, what their lifestyle is like, because my pieces are what I like to call stable to the table. So you can wear them all day long. They're made to be worn. Um, you know, they're durable. So if they want like a, a diamond put into one of the, the mini classic rings, I tend to put it like lower down and um, either burnish set right into the metal where it's f- like flush or where it has like a half bezel or a bezel so that the stone stays in and it's protected. There's a girl um, that's worked in a barn. You, you know, it's <laughs> a girl yeah. that's worked in a barn. So how do you, how do you get the gold? Does it just, do you just order oh, a, a brick of gold that you just, I mean, um, again, I don't, I don't have, I mean, maybe this is probably part of the secrets that you don't have to oh, tell no, us. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's um, actually refineries that sell to the jewelry trade. Cool. So you, I've, I've also researched that, for example, my white gold, there's a million alloys of white gold. And most often, most jewelers, for some reason, use a color that has to be rhodium plated, which is kind of like a glaze that they put on. Um, it's, it's a process. Well, it comes off. So mine is a whiter white gold, so it doesn't have to be rhodium plated. So I'll order, like, it comes in these little granules. So you just order enough so that you have to cast whatever you're making or if you're doing a little production you you get your gold and um you can order rose which also comes in different colors yellow like i like to use kind of a greenish yellow because i think it's prettier so it's kind of interesting that's a whole separate um whole category where some cast better some are better for setting like um the setters love platinum because it's almost kind of like gummy they can run a graver through it it bends really easy um, but it doesn't wear away, so it's very durable. But it is soft, so I tend to tell people not to use it for rings that they're going to wear in the barn. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, all of it has an equestrian theme in mind, Glenn. I love it. Well, <laughs> the website you guys can go to to check it out, and again, I have a shopping list now, uh, is theclassichorse.com. <laughs> Stable to the table, y'all. Check it out, theclassichorse.com. And uh, I'm. Uh, it's been so exciting to talk to you. I'm going to call my dealer and buy some gold granules. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Zorga, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. See, we're learning so much, Glenn. I didn't, Zorka I, was I, like, I, actually, that was a good question because I didn't know how they did it either. <laughs> so. Thank you. I, I didn't, I didn't want to bore everybody, but I was like, how do you get gold to like make things? I want gold to make and things. And you can see her with her little Bunsen burner melting the gold, <laughs> you know, pouring <laughs> yeah. it into the little mold. Uh, I can just see it happening now. This oh, is beautiful amazing. stuff, and this is quality jewelry too. This is not. Uh, this is not. This is not the costume jewelry that you'll see at the flea market. This is. This is quality Listen, good if stuff. My husband wants to shop for my jewelry at Walmart. That's just going to happen. We live in Oakland. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. I, he wouldn't even go to Walmart. It'd be the it'd be the flea market. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. There you go. You probably have some big flea markets in Oklahoma too. I don't know. I've never, I, I don't think I've ever been to a flea market. It you sounds You lived fun. in Georgia and you've never been to a flea market? Yeah, I lived in the city, honey. No, that's true. Okay. That's right. You, were, you weren't <laughs> rural Georgia. So. And when you live in Atlanta, there's two sections of people and we all know who we are. And you either are <laughs> ITP or OTP. And I was ITP forever. And what that means, Glenn, is I'm inside the perimeter. 
Okay, because there's a freeway 285 that goes all the way around the city, and either your ITP or your OTP outside the perimeter. So, you know what? I was an ITP girl. We didn't have a whole lot of flea markets ITP that you would want to go to because you might get shot. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't proud. (laughs) We just had less traffic. I can see the uh, dystopian movie now about the IT your about the ITP people inside or outside, right? And ITP people think they're way better than OTP. Yeah, and there's a wall, and the uh, are the ITP people trying to get out, or the OTP people trying to get in in dystopian Atlanta? See, the the OTP is trying to get in, and that's why there's so much traffic because all those <laughs> OTPers are trying to come down into the ITP. And here's the deal: ITP, we ain't got not nearly as much traffic, and we know back roads. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's call our next guest. And we I had to end the week with that. her because, uh, by the way, write that book now. It's a bestseller. <laughs> the OTP dystopian society. Yeah, of Atlanta after the wall around Atlanta after the after the virus wipes out uh, most of civilization. They built the wall because Atlanta, for some reason, was exempt. It's probably the grits or the greens. I'm not sure. <laughs> the collard greens keep everybody. Yeah, they healthy. protected everybody. Whatever, whatever tastes so nasty in collard greens is actually what saving is, people. What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> A week. Oh, <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good morning, Jean. How are you? I am well, Glenn. Good to hear your voice. How are things down south? Good. We have Jamie here as well, and let's. Uh, we haven't introduced you yet, Hi, so let me Jamie. just let me just do that. So we have we could not end a week about equestrian artists without bringing our favorite artist of all time on. We've met her in person. We've had so much fun with her over the years. She's been joining us for about ten years since the show started, and but today we're going to surprise you with a little something. We have Jean Abernethy on, and of course you know her as the mommy of Fergus the horse. She is the one that draws Fergus, and it's been so popular for so many years. So thank you, Jean. We had to have you on. Thank you, Glenn. Fun being the key word here. <laughs> I true. love how much laughter goes on. Every time I listen to Horses in the Morning, I love the number of laughs you guys come up with. You do a fine job. Well, thank Aww. you, Gene. It's it, yeah, we probably would have seen. I probably would have seen you at the AHP meeting this year, but we didn't have one. So next year. <laughs> oh, we're so looking forward to that. And I, anyway, we'll get together when we can. Texas next year. I think we're gonna. We'll have to drag Jamie down. She lives in Oklahoma. That's not far. I'll uh, go. Yeah, it, it, Texas yeah. is small. It'll yeah. be close. Yeah, it can only yeah. take her. You know, it only <laughs> takes her. It's a short drive, eight hours. It'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I've got that on my calendar. Let's see what happens. Jean, where where do you live? What state are you in? I am in the province of Ontario, Canada. I live two, about two hours drive west of Toronto. Got it. Okay, so I got to ask you a question because this we're going to talk about something today that not many of your your fans that are out there in the general public who bought your books and who follow Fergus and who have illegally posted his picture everywhere, uh, not too many of those people know that you were riding in the Kennesaw Mountain National Battlefield near Marietta, Georgia at one point? Yes, that's true. I lived in Marietta, Georgia for about 20 years and moved back home to Canada in 2012. So during my years, I made some horse friends there, and that that helped me with my sanity. It was my oasis from the suburbs was to be out in that park riding the trails. 
Had now, a lot now, of happy rides there. Let me just clarify with Jamie here quick. That's OTP? Uh, that's WOTP, Glenn. That's we way outside that the perimeter. Way outside the perimeter. <laughs> of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that far outside, actually. Just, just, just a little bit outside. <laughs> well, you sent me, and Jamie has not heard this yet, and I, I'm venturing to guess 99% of the listeners have not heard this yet. You also apparently sing. Yes, I come from a very musical family, and uh, my, I'm one of, I'm the youngest of four siblings, and we all play, and parents too. Our family was a band for a while, so that was, that was just part of what we did. Music was a part of what we did. So yeah, I am a musician too. Wait a minute, you just and brushed over mandolin. that. Your family was a band for a while? Like, Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't Un- until us kids grew up and went our separate ways up through our teen years. So you yeah, were like we the Jacksons of Canada? Canada? The Abernathy, <laughs> did y'all have a band, like the Partridge family? Yes. Well, kind of, yeah. I mean, we never got that famous, but we played in every Legion Hall in the community. I swear to God, dances and, yeah. So what was your yeah, job? How old were you and what was your job in the band? I played mandolin at first, but then when I got a little older, I played the drum kit because we needed a drum kit. So that was fun. Very cool. Who knew? I mean, where, what country did you grow up in? Was it here or in Canada? Canada. Ah, okay. Yeah. Born That's... and bred in southern Ontario. I, I just picture the bus now. All I can get into my mind is the Partridge Family bus, and I picture you guys driving around in a, ver- a Canadian version of the Partridge Family bus. That's what I'm picturing. Well, no, we actually had an ancient Rambler station wagon that tend to lose its wheels and boil over. <laughs> That's this even is better. like the Griswolds take on music family. Oh my God, that's amazing! Oh, oh, you got all oh, the stories. I tell you what, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, pushing it through snowdrift in April. There's lots of stories. <laughs> well, why you... have you not written that book? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, give me time. <laughs> Perfect. I can see Fergus pulling the car through the snowdrift. That's what I can vi- visualize. Um, well, there were there were occasions when Dad used his oxen to bump start the car. <laughs> you need to write yeah, this book. I, I kid you not. <laughs> An autobiography of Gene Abernethy. <laughs> well, and you wonder how I got so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this song we're going to hear. Well, that song, and and it's not comical at all, is it? I mean, I'm, just, no. I'm delighted that you feel it's appropriate to play, Glenn. Yeah, it was remarkable those Sunday mornings, you know, in the hot, steamy climate down there. But anybody that's not familiar with Kennesaw Park, is it, it is a memorial park. The trenches are still there from the American Civil War. And that is a place where the last and most bitter battles were fought before the Union Army got in and burnt Atlanta down. So it's a very sacred spot, and there's a lot of trenches there. There's 14 miles of trails, and it is pristine woods. A fabulous place to be on a horse in the early steamy morning time and just let your imagination go. And that was basically what spawned this song. Now, did you play you know, in you this song, you too? You can't or? be in that Pardon me? Did you play the, the instruments in the song or not? Yeah, I do the vocal and the mandolin. Oh, well, let's and take a my listen. My brother played fiddle, my brother-in-law plays guitar and bass. You know, I didn't come from a musical family, and I was always jealous of people that did. I just pictured them sitting around at Christmas night singing Christmas carols, and that never happened in our house because we all sucked. So, Oh, what a pity. 
<laughs> well, Glenn, you know, writers need readers and musicians need listeners. And so don't underestimate your value, sir. <laughs> I love Way how to you... go, Glenn. <laughs> Look at that. I'm, I'm proud of myself now. Here we go. The Trails of Kennesaw. One day I rode my pony down a winding hickory trail It was June the 27th, I remember very well We cantered on through summer's dawn Down toward Cheatham Hill On those green, green trails of Kennesaw I met a dozen soldiers as I rode along my way They looked spent and weary for so early in the day they carried buttered muskets and their uniforms were gray And they walked those trails of Kennesaw The howitzer stand silent by the trenches on the hill Where the rebels said their prayers so long ago The mockingbirds are singing, you can hear their voices still On those green, green trails of Kennesaw Good horse, and then he spoke to me. That horse y'all ride is mighty fine, amount of quality. How did you ever keep him hidden from the cavalry on these war torn farms of Kennesaw? Right then, an F 16 flew over, tearing through the clouds. And I said, This horse is mine, sir. No army wants him now. He'll never know the cannon. And he'll never pull a plow And we love these trails of Kennesaw The howitzers stand silent by the trenches on the hill Where the rebels said their prayers so long ago The mockingbirds are singing You can hear their voices still On those green, green trails of Kennesaw Said you reenactors know your history, and I told them I admired their authenticity. But they looked at me with empty eyes. They sent a chill through me on that warm June day in Kennesaw. They tipped their hats like gentlemen and proceeded on their way. They didn't leave a single footprint in that Georgia clay And I'll not forget what they were singing as they marched away Down those green, green trails of Kennesaw The howitzers stand silent by the trenches evermore Where we prayed and wrote our wills and faced the foe May you never see what we saw here in 1864 On those green, green trails of Kennesaw Until all the guns are silent and the soldiers all come home We shall walk these trails of Kennesaw
I mean, you had Georgia, you had Kennesaw, you had an F-16, I mean, and you had a mandolin going. I mean, girl, come on. Yeah, well, you know, the uh, park is right beside Dobbins Air Force Base. I know. Uh, it's right up 75, so, right yeah. where 575 splits off. Yeah, I, I, right. I knew. That's it's right. not, it's yeah, not so that it's, way outside. Who place. else it's had the Ken Burns documentary, the Ken Burns documentary going in their head while, while listening to this? I mean, my God. Oh, yeah. It's an uncanny feeling to be standing there beside those trenches and thinking about that war and then see some fighter jets go overhead. And that happens a lot up there. Wow. Know, it's it kind of weird. Well, this I, I'm in so I am so impressed with you, girl. Every time we talk well, to you, we you, learn Glenn. something new new about you. So cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, I I've I guess I've written about eleven songs all told. Some of them are funny, but I don't have good recordings of those yet. Well, this not was, yet. Get it to us. Come yeah, on, yeah. we'll play. Send it. them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song is in my head. Well, I wrote a song about the time I I uh, came up against a moose in Algonquin Park, but I don't have a recording of that song yet. Well, get, Not to, yet. get the get the mics out and get this done, girl. Yep. You have an album. <laughs> you have a whole album it. to put out. Gene, <laughs> thank My you. My dad sang a lot of funny songs, and so uh, comical songs thrive in our family. <laughs> well, this is fun. It's GeneAbernethy.com and FergusTheHorse.com are the websites. And, of course, everybody knows Fergus. Uh, and we just appreciate all these years you joining us. We've had so much fun with you over the years, and uh, we hope you keep coming back. I hope to, Glenn. Thank Let's you, get Jean. through this virus thing, and we'll maybe see you in Texas next year. Sounds good. Thank you, Gene. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gene. We had to end a week with Gene. I mean, <laughs> just... She's just so adorable. I can't stand it. And for those that don't know, she's... Jamie is five foot two and three quarters. Jean's probably two inches shorter. I mean, uh, she's this little spitfire of a thing. And she's She's just like she sounds. She's just adorable. Yeah. She has personality galore, though, fills the room. So uh, she was so much fun. We ate dinner with her that night. Remember? (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. She's awesome. Yeah. Good song, too. It just brought back. I could picture Ken Burns documentary in my head the whole time. (laughs) You can just picture the scene, too, with the green grass and all that. Uh, Marietta is a place I haven't been in Georgia. Marietta is just northwest of Atlanta, Glenn. <laughs> Out, OT, OT, what is it? It's just OTP. It's O-T-P. not really WOTP. I just thought it'd be funny to say that because <laughs> there you, are people that we would say WOTP. I'm telling you, OTP is the name of the novel. You, you should write it today. <laughs> Let's do some bad ads. Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. And auditors, I wanted to remind you to stay a little bit after the show. We'll chat for a few minutes uh, after the show ends for the I'm going to I'm going to vent to you about my family after the show. Okay. Well, that's always good. Uh, but we are doing really <laughs> bad ads right now. That's time of the week when listeners send us some uh, pretty bad ads from either Facebook or Craigslist or someplace. And we have a little bit of fun with them. And we give away prizes every month. And this month's prizes are provided by Horselovers.com. Horselovers.com is the place you want to go for all kinds of deals. They have more products than I've ever seen 
seen on any other horse website. They've been a sponsor of ours for many, many years. And right now, they're giving away about $500 in prizes this month that we will draw for everybody that submits an ad, gets put in a hat, and we'll draw names at the end of the, at the end of May, what, a week or two away, and we'll give away some prizes. So first up is the Rambo Flybuster, and we have that particular sheet for my pony. Scooter wears the Rambo Flybuster. He's probably got it on right now. We have a lot of fries, flies right now. And it is a $130 value. This is the one that you see that's uh, treated in uh, permethrin, so it helps keep the flies away, but it's also the one that covers from way down behind the tail all the way up to the ears. It has the belly band that's really wide and has three straps so that your belly's completely covered because that part on a lot of fly sheets is not covered. It has the long tail flap. It's really lightweight mesh and it's cool and very breathable here in Florida, especially in the summertime, so we're not afraid to put it on him. Uh, this is just it has a removable neck cover too. You can either leave that on or take it off, but it's totally encompassing and it really covers up the chest as well. So it's the Fl- Rambo Flybuster. It will be in the beautiful, what does it say there, Jamie? Burgundy color. So that's what you'll get is you'll get the burgundy and it comes in sizes uh, 60 all the way up. So uh, that's why Scooter could get it because he's a size 60. And then also, what's next up? The C4 belts, they're going to give away like a package of C4 belts, a printed belt with a mat buckle, a solid belt with a mat buckle, an engraved buckle, and then C4, two pairs of socks. And all of this is over, let's see, three, six, I mean, how many, that's a $100 value for all the C4 belts and the socks. Do you remember when they came out, it was at Rolex, if I remember right. They showed up at Rolex and just took the place by storm and sold a ton of these belts. I, I don't even know if we can describe them. You'd have to go to uh, check out the just uh, search for C4 belts on horselovers.com and they'll come up. But th- it was years ago and they just took the place by storm. Aventors loved them because you could get colors. You know that, yeah. And if you buy a Southern Star saddlery saddle, they'll give you a C4 belt. So that's the only C4 belt I have is from the oh, really? Southern Star saddle. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer wears Pretty one awesome. that I had gotten. They were in Scooter's color. Which is yellow and blue, so she wears it all over the place. She wears it. Yeah, you can she... really customize it. Pretty cool. Um, and the final prize is a back on track mesh sheet. Oh my gosh, they're like two hundred fifty dollars. So it is uh, available in tons of colors, but this one will be the black, the cl- the classic black. And again, this is from Horse Lovers. That ceramic infused fiber. I remember talking to Bo and uh, who invented all of these things. And he would say, you know, put it on your horse before you ride. It helps get them warmed up. You can hop right on and, and get going. So uh, it's also therapeutic after you ride. Back on track. Black mesh sheet. These prizes are ridiculous, Glenn. Yeah, the, especially the mesh sheet because it is it is $250. And, and I don't know that we've ever given away a back on track product in 10 years. So... You want to get your ads in. You only have to what one or two more weeks to get ads in to qualify for these prizes. All right, well, let's get started. Submitted today, Angela, Kaylee, Joe, Casey, and Christine. We are not going to get to yours apparently because I don't know. We have too many. Going to run out of time. We have yeah. so many. They're so mean. I could do this for hours. Um, but Julie sent the first one in. Glenn, why don't you uh, tell us about that? All right, Julie submitted it herself. This is Julie in Kansas with a really bad ad from Facebook, Kansas Horses Tack and Trailers Group. Oh, it's got a picture of a actually a kind of pretty palomino with a halter and a long lead rope dragging in ankle deep mud (laughs) and in front of 
rusted corrugated steel-sided building and old wire fence. <laughs> and the ad reads, Super cute Palomino, eight-year, supposedly. Thinks she's younger. Old pony mare. Leads kind of okay if you can catch her. Still super weary and spooky. Project if you have the time. PM me. I'm moving and need her gone. Will not deliver. No price, no height, no additional information to endorse her. So good luck with that. <laughs> to endorse her. <laughs> like a lady in good waiting. Luck with she that. Has, she's not been endorsed properly. <laughs> And you, she described it so well. You could just picture the Kansas scene, couldn't you? Right out of uh, uh, Yellow Brick Road, right? <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, Kaylee sent Callie, the next one. Kaylee or Kelly sent the next one in, and this is from a Facebook page. I somebody posted it themselves. Uh, a Q H A Geld. Now remember, just so you guys know, I don't read these before I read them on, out loud. Uh, so when I, we, we're we're learning these together. Well, A-Q-H-A. there's a reason I gave you this one. <laughs> Oh, Lord. AQHA gilding buttermilk buckskin 20-month-old. He's simply a big, huge man. <laughs> space, space. Let me write that Several down. I need to take out. He's simply a big, huge man for future use. He's simply a big, huge man. He is a real looker heart emoji. His color, same weird. He is not sheeted out yet. He stands shy of 15 comma 2H and will grow up over that. Over than 16 HH space plus space plus will weight around 1250 to 1300 pounds. He came from ranch and working foundation bloodline. His father is a, uh, his father is big, powerful quarter horse with lot of bone. He's... (laughs) He threw, T H R O U G H, throw. He threw a one gene. What do you have a lot of again? <laughs> a lot of bone. <laughs> he throw one gene pos itiv five panels. So we gelded him last fall. <laughs> Good call. I vet recommended just low sugar grain in prevention, but that all about it. He has a big quiet horse, so I do not sell him for barrel racing prospect. He could make a great ranch and roping or a pleasure horse. Those are very different things. (laughs) He, his sound, no vices and never been lame a day. He, his, that's, these are all he, H-I-S. He, his, registered with the AQHA. Physical copy is available, but previous owner hold the original oh, paper. Oh, I'm sure they up. do. <laughs> yeah. I sell him grade, so do not ask. Please, asking price, tree. 1,200 firm could offer delivery northern Ontario. Oh, okay, there, well, Gene. Gene lives up there. Gene, you could get yourself a quality horse right here. A buttermilk buckskin. <laughs> 21, and he's a big man. Bone. A big, huge man. I have no idea what you said in half. <laughs> That's a terrible ad. Well done, Kaylee. <laughs> Katie sent the next one in. This is everything horse in. I have no idea where. Uh, hey, all. Looking for a cheap horse trailer, as cheap as possible. Ha ha ha! Can be rotted, rusted, need work, etc. God, they should listen to this show. We've done a thousand of them. I'm moving soon and need something to move my mare. Oh no! But don't mind spending a few hours welding or fixing to make something work. Thank you. Oh my god! Hold on. 
This is the person that's been emailing us weekly when we post <laughs> on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, the Bad Ad Trailer. Seriously, you guys, we post them on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, and people message us trying to buy them. It's the same it guy, too, guy. like for 10 years. He's been messaging us about the old trailer. <laughs> hey, y'all got that for now? Haven't you found one yet? <laughs> God. Apparently not. Uh, can you just get a friend to move the mare? You really don't have to buy a trailer to move the mare. Just saying. And oh, good. there's so much wrong with that. Hey, the next one came in from Carrie. And remember, if you record it more verbally yourself, you get double the entries into the prizes. So Carrie sent this one in. Apparently, it was also sent in by Rachel, but she didn't record it. So, oh, okay, Rachel, you got an entry too. Just Hi, everybody. One. This is Carrie from Vermont with a really bad ad from a Facebook group. So, this ad is broken up into the normal description and a screenshot of a text message chain. I also have to say that uh, this ad is from Tennessee, and I cannot do a southern accent, so Come on! sorry about that. <laughs> I also, unfortunately, have the need to breathe, so I can't really convey the lack of <laughs> punctuation, but I'll give it a try. <laughs> Will sell or trade for a kid's safe horse or good little show horse? I was going to make her a show horse like for speed event horse or a tail horse. She just needs a refresher done to her. She has not been road, R-O-A-D, in a while near Loudoun, Tennessee. Then the text messages. Charlotte is a 12 to 14 year old saddlebred half Arabian. She 15 hand. She broke to ride but needs a refresher done to her. She has never offered to buck, rear up, or kick or bite. She is hard to catch in the field, but the only way you can catch her is with horse food. She is good with other horses and with the farrier. She has never had shoes on. I think she'll make a good speed event horse has she has lot of energy and her she's good with other horses and she has been on trails she does load and she's good around kids but i'm period the only one in the whole ad not consider her as a kid broke horse to ride there you go if you want her she's in tennessee you're you see, you guys are welcome. See how hard that is, okay, to do a Southern accent and no punctuation. I love the one random period in the wrong place. <laughs> like that was great. And Carrie, well, you need to do those podcasts that help put people to sleep. She has the most soothing voice I've ever heard. <laughs> I thought it was well. I guess it depends on what she's reading. <laughs> <laughs> she's soothing. So I, was- I just want to. Uh, uh, not unlike ours, which are both very grating. Uh, so Chelsea sent in the following, and it Speak is our for yourself. It's our trailers of the week. Uh, it's two horse trailers. Both have been sitting five hundred dollar each pickup in Damascus, Maryland. No, no, no. You did too. You gave it too much credit. First of all, the word trailer is spelled wrong. Oh, that's <laughs> true. It is. It's trailers. <laughs> lures. Trailers. <laughs> So read it again and it's, don't put uh, it in the dollar two horse trailers both been sitting five hundred each pickup in Damascus, Maryland. Is that better? There you okay, go. Good. That's better. Well, these trailers uh, are your typical round fronted. Well, the one is, and the other is kind of a square fronted, uh, round fronted trailer. And they're they're what you would imagine. They're the one is pink and rust, and the other is a chartreuse green sort of Caribbean sea. And rust. And the one thing, we can't see the tires on the other one, but the tires on the Caribbean Sea one are completely buried in the ground about a foot. (laughs) 
just I mean, it's like it's, it's like, a it's like a Neapolitan ice cream it, cone. The top <laughs> is yellow, the middle is like aqua blue, and then there's and the, the strawberry is, is on the other trailer. The strawberry ice cream's and, on the other. Yes. And the rust. Oh my god. That's the well, that's here, the chocolate syrup is the rust. Shoot, let's go on up and we're gonna send it over to Brandon who's looking for a cheap horse trailer. You know what? Here's five hundred dollars. <laughs> Here's two of them. You can take them both. Probably you can get pieces off the one the other to fix the other. You'll be great. You'll be perfect. Yeah, take them yeah. both. Get them both. You get a, a steal. Oh god, that's terrible. We'll post that on our horses in the morning Facebook page on the auditor version. So Brandon stops emailing us <laughs> repeatedly asking to buy it. <laughs> um, okay, Kaylin sent in the next one, and this is um, from he- the Facebook page, Hay for Sale in New York, Vermont, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. May need trailer load is alfalfa second, delivered to 1334. Be nice, able to pick up also. <laughs> what? That's a short address, 1334. Just deliver it to 1334, please. Just be nice. And be nice. Apparently, okay. he talked to some people that were not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. Oh, gosh. I lived crazy. in Massachusetts. I met some not nice people. So I get it. I, I'm with him. Krista said, now we've pissed off Ohio, New Jersey, <laughs> and Massachusetts. Three states in one show. Listen, for those of you living in Ohio, if I just tell you where I lived, you would rem- you'd re- be like, oh, yeah, Ohio did suck for you. I lived east of Cleveland in the Lake Effect snow, and I hated my life. So um, now all of Ohio is banned. You know we have like, more listeners in New Jersey than other state, right? So they're, they're all pissed again. We, we seem to piss off the New Jersey people about once a week. That's because to me, New Jersey is the Jersey shore with all the painted people that walk around and drink and hang out. Or Atlantic City, which, you know, once you get outside the boardwalk is not so interesting. So, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, (laughs) but we just met some listeners a couple last week in beautiful parts of New Jersey. That's right. That's right. I can't speak. I've only spent time in Newark in the airport. If it makes you guys in those three states feel any better, we'll get to the rest of the states eventually. So, uh, we're equal opportunity offenders. Krista sent this one in. <laughs> I got to describe the picture first. Picture a beautiful brown horse with a forelock down to the horse's nose. Literally the largest forelock I've ever seen. Uh, and it is standing in grass that is literally up to the nose of the horse. So you can't see the legs at all. This is grass is tall. I mean, really tall. And it must be an ad on Facebook because they've tried to be cryptic. And this is the entire ad. Lawnmower, $100. Lawnmower, PM me with any questions. Not a riding lawnmower. That's it. And the picture of the horse standing up to his nose in okay. grass. I am. I was confused until it's I not a riding just heard lawnmower. you read it. So basically, it's a horse, it's a horse. that... Is unrideable, yes. be it due to an injury. Probably it has three legs. Yeah, we can't, can't see the see legs. So we don't know. The tall grass. <laughs> and basically, for a hundred bucks, this horse could be yours, a lawnmower. A lawnmower. By the way, do you uh, know what Scooter would do? He would kill me, literally trample me to death and beat my corpse to get into that field of grass. And right do you there. know what would happen? What? He would. His feet would fall off, yeah. okay? So it's called laminitis. But so I'd be dead, so right. I wouldn't care. So <laughs> You go to, go together. That's right. <laughs> the two of you. All right, Patty sent the next one in. Oh, God, and she made a request, too, didn't she? Apparently. <clears throat> Patty, 
request southern accent, please. <laughs> like, all right, this is a horse for sale for one dollar, Glenn. This is in Maiden, I believe that's in Tennessee. I think that's in Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, um, the horse's name is Susie Q. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, guess what kind of horse Susie Q is? Oh, there's She's only one kind. walking horse. <laughs> but let me just start over because there's a whole lot of misspelled things. I'm going to try to get through it the way that I'm going to read it the way she wrote it. Okay. Or who, Susie Q didn't write it, but somebody wrote it. Okay. Uh, Susie Q is a 10 Yara old black Tennessee walking. That's kind of seems racist. <laughs> Like I read that. I was like, I can't say that. She's old and black. I feel bad about that. Okay. She is a 10-year-old black Tennessee walking horse. So, mare this horse has a lot of get up and go. If you know how to ride her, you can ride her. What? <laughs> Wait. Cause go- Next line. He's not spooky. He's got a great headset tail set. Really pick them feet up. And she is as smooth as silk. And she is a real eye catcher. Asking. (laughs) Asking (laughs) $41,000. You know, I... I want, you're offending multiple people. First of all, the whole black thing wasn't offensive until you mentioned it. And then uh, you're, you're, so bad. I feel you're like making fun of old. this horse who obviously has gender issues. It's a transgendered <laughs> horse. Not quite sure whether she's a she or a he, but we cannot judge, Jamie. We're not this here to judge. A, this is an age and gender fluid quest equine here. That's okay? correct. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> And she, her name is Susie Q, and he is just as you are he's not offending spooky. everybody today. You are. I just am. I am so everybody. sorry. But you know what? Sorry, not sorry. Okay. <laughs> Charlotte <laughs> sent the next one, and I wonder how Charlotte's doing with her new horse. I haven't talked to her. Uh, this was posted on a Facebook page. Hunter Jumper Dressage Eventing pretty much covers it all, uh, and I don't know where. It's a bay mare. A bay mare. B a y m a r e. That's important because those are spaced out in the title. $6,000. Oh, it's in Dedham, Maine? Massachusetts? M-E. Maine. I don't know. Fifteen. I'll read this as it's written because this is important as it has a lot of punctuation. 15.2 B period space, A period space, Y period space, comma, space. Capital M period space, a period space, R period space, E period comma space. Lower level dressage with lots of training and lots of fun buttons. Dash oh seven space Y space R space S space old period. <laughs> Why would they do all those periods and commas in between? I, I love Charlotte's comma or <sighs> comment. She said, so she's like a pinball machine. <laughs> Lots of fun buttons. <laughs> oh my God. When that's in an ad, you know you're in for it. <laughs> you're in for hours. It's going to take you on a ride. Uh, right. D, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. She says, Hi, Jen. This made me giggle, and I thought I'd share. Although it's not horse related, I took screenshots since it was too large. I hope all is well. Denise Higgins in Rochester, New Hampshire. And um, sure, New Hampshire is a lovely place. Um, this is on a Facebook page called Free for the Taken in Maine. Oh, two out of Maine today. Fantastic. 
<laughs> and the ad is, and then the, the author was a, a man named David. Big old pile of bricks. Free. OMG. You remember those bricks you needed for your outdoor project? Sure you do. But you didn't buy them yet, did you? Dot, dot, dot. You lazy son of a dot, dot, dot. Well. <laughs> Your laziness has paid off in spades, dot, 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 or rather, comma, bricks. I have a pile of them that you can have, period, for, period, free, period. Light red bricks, too much red in them bricks, perfect bricks, I got them. Quarters of bricks, half of bricks, and whole damn bricks right here. But David, you say... I love your bricks, but I'm scared you'll infect me with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> A fair concern for sure. But here's the best part. <laughs> but here's the best part. I won't even come outside to help you load them. <laughs> That's right. It's a contactless pickup. <laughs> All of a sudden, that sounds like a positive. Oh, I could get to load my own. (laughs) (laughs) These won't last long, folks. Get them while they're here in my way, dot, dot, dot. Take a half a brick, four bricks, 20 bricks, or the whole period, entire period pile. Legal information. Once (laughs) bricks have been picked up, they may not be returned. If you try to return them, I'll send a naked photo of myself to your significant other and tell them that you've been seeing me on the side. (laughs) It's a lose-lose for everyone, so don't do it. Some bricks may be sharp, white, broken, or previously thrown through windows. Other exclusions may apply. Warranty not applicable in California and parts of Wyoming. (laughs) my god that's fantastic i want to talk to him this guy's hilarious (laughs) oh here's the best part (laughs) oh you can picture his main accent saying all of this too (laughs) i don't do main accents um so i i I don't know they get twisted a little southern there but you just can't help but read it southern when you're reading something like that (laughs) what a great group of ads today thank you everybody for submitting them we really appreciate it uh, we'll be back next week because you know what? We ain't got nothing else to do. So we might as well just do a show. So we'll be back next week. Y'all be safe this weekend. Don't forget, if you want to become an auditor, because auditors, hang on. We're going to chat for a little bit, apparently, about Jamie's family again. I thought we do everything there was to know about your family, but apparently not. Uh, we're going to do that right after the show. So hang on. And if you want to learn how to catch the post show specifically for auditors you have to become an auditor go to our uh, website at horseradionetwork.com scroll down the right side of the page there and you'll see where it says become an auditor click on that and for as little as three dollars a month you too can join the party if you are an auditor and haven't joined the facebook page search for hrn auditors on facebook and ask to join and i know we have a lot of new ones that are probably listening to our shenanigans the post show for the first time and we want to say you're welcome Have a terrific weekend, everybody.